All right. I, I love having to interrupt you. I love when we talk and uh, we're able to bring up the things that we're thankful for, and, and uh, hopefully you're looking ahead too. So today's going to be a little bit different uh, for a few different reasons. Um, I, like many of you, have this little cough that I can't get rid of. Anybody else have, has, ha- have you had that? <laughs> yes, a few of you. So I invited my wife, Robin. Now, um, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, for those of you who are new, my name's Matt. I'm one of the pastors here, and this is my wife, Robin, and she is definitely the better half. And uh, we went to, a couple years ago, we went to a small group, and uh, it was a, a small group in the church. It was actually fairly large. There were probably 40 or 50 people in the room, and they said, Matt, we hear you talk all the time, so you cannot talk tonight. Robin is the only <laughs> one who, who can talk, and so she's going to talk more than me today. Is that okay? Yes. Pro- probably not, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, when you walked in, you got a, uh, a little packet of information. This, this focus brochure has a number of things coming up uh, in the new year that you don't want to miss. So be sure just to look through that. Some things that are really important to us as a church, we're trying to learn to love and, and love in very practical ways so that that uh, left side has some mission opportunities, some ways you can get involved uh, with, with our, our local partners, and then some things even globally that we're doing. Uh, you'll see there's a Dominican Republic trip coming up this summer. And we also, if there's enough interest, we think in October we're going to take um, an awareness trip to Berlin. And so if, if there are people who are interested in that, just email us, let us know, email me or Joe. Um, but those are some things coming up in the new year that, that we are so excited about. Community life, a number of things getting you connected and helping you grow in your faith. So just be sure to check all of those out. Now, when you open that, that little brochure, some things fall out. Uh, there's that welcome card. We would love to know that you're here today, so if you'll take a moment and fill that out, that would be awesome. We're not going to pass baskets during the service, so um, if you do fill that out, you can just drop it in one of the black boxes. There's one at every single exit, and I know many of you uh, probably came wanting to give like a year-end gift, and we're not going to stop you from doing that. You can just drop it in the black box on your way out. Um, that would be awesome. I know um, you guys... I. I know I say this sometimes, and uh, I've said it a number of times recently, you guys have been so generous this year financially partnering with us, and it is moving us ahead in so many different ways, and we're going to talk about that in a few weeks as we look back with our impact report. It's kind of our annual report of what God's done here in the church and through it, but um, you guys have just been so generous, so thank you, thank you, thank you for your generosity. It, it means the world to so many people, not just here locally, but but globally, our our mission partners. So again, be sure to, to look through all these things. There's an envelope there as well. Um, that, that welcome card is a great place to write prayer requests. Uh, if you want to register for something that's coming up, use that. Also, our website, mcdowell.church, is a great place to register for, for uh, upcoming events. Now, if you are new, we know it's tough to walk into a new place, uh, so thanks for taking a risk and being here with us this morning. We just want you to know you're in a safe place to explore faith, and we think this is a great way to end the year and then look ahead at the coming year. Um, we want to do a couple different things. We're going to look back a little bit at the year that we've just come out of, and then we're going to look ahead at the year that's, uh, that's in front of us, staring us in the face. Is that okay? And it's going to be okay to talk in church a little bit here and there. Here's the first question. What do you think, I, I think looking back every now and then, it's good to look at um, online some statistics of the things that we were most interested in. What do you think the most searched event or person or thing was through Google this year? You have, you have something? So think about it just for a second. So Google's interesting. They always put out this report, and it lets us know what's the most searched term, person, whatever it is. So do you have something? Go ahead and 
Tell your partner, tell, tell the person next to you who you came with, let them know what you think it is. And then we'll see who's right. Now, it could be, like I said, it can be an event, it could be a person. Do you, do you have a guess? Uh, North Korea? <laughs> I don't know. You've already seen the slides. It's I mean, not I North do. Korea. I do know. OK, so here, here they are, the, uh, the top five searched words, phrases, uh, people, um, Hurricane Irma. And then globally, we're super interested in the iPhone 8 and the X or 10, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Matt Lauer, Meghan Markle, it's been an interesting year with all these different names that you see up there. Global News, Hurricane Irma, Bitcoin. Um, yeah, North Korea is there, number four. And yeah, I got yeah, it. Solar. Um, <coughs> did anybody say Hurricane Irma? Did anybody say that was the number one? Wow, nobody in the room. Isn't that interesting to look at that? So I think the other interesting thing, and you can do this later, um, some of you I'm probably going to lose the rest of the day because you're going to be on Google like <laughs> searching all these things. There are all kinds of things you can look at. Um, but the other thing I like to look at is um, when, we, when we ask Google, how do I do something? So like when our uh, dryer broke down, um, you I did it. I, I, did it. I, I searched how do you fix a dryer on, on Google and I fixed our dryer. Um, yeah. So how what do you think? How to tie a bow tie. How to tie a bow tie. All the time. Yep. Um, like twice a year. <laughs> twice, yeah. yeah, every time, twice a year. So <laughs> go ahead and share it with your neighbor. What do you think we searched for in terms of how to in this last year? Now think about the events. It might be tied to one of the events that happened. I'm giving you a big hint here. How to do what? So, kids, the kids in the room, I think you're going to love the number one how-to searched uh, term phrase of the new year. Here it is. Uh, this is what we wanted to know how to do. How, how to, make to make slime. <laughs> People, this is how we spend our time. We want to know how to make slime. And then uh, solar eclipse. We wanted to know how to make glasses, how to watch it. Um, and then we wanted to know how to watch Mayweather <laughs> versus McGregor without paying for it. I think it's probably the rest <laughs> of that, that phrase. And then how to buy Bitcoin. That was an interesting thing this last year. Um, and if, you know, it's too late, right? It should have been a few years ago buying Bitcoin. So those are, those are some how-to things that kind of tell us how we spend our time. Um, if you brought your journal with you, um, open up to the last page. And one of the things we did with the journal this year is we put a page in here that says Remembering 2017. And let's talk through a little bit of this. Um, the top line, you'll see it asks for books and movies and TV shows. Um, so books. What? I, so this summer we were in Florida, and um, I found a book on the bookshelf where we were staying, and it was called We Survived. And um, it was a story of Holocaust survivors who had written their account shortly after all the events had taken place. It wasn't like 50 years later. It was like five months later. And it was so intriguing and moving. Um, and I, I loved that book. And I, uh, that kind of put a forever mark on me, just um, all the things that these 
heroes and survivors went through to survive World War II. Yeah. Um, and you want to go to Berlin this year. I do want to <laughs> go to Berlin this year. I love World War II history. I love reading about it, watching movies about it. Yeah. But also, a couple books that really stuck out to me were, um, we did, with our women's ministry, we did two different Bible studies. One in January was called Seamless by Angela. Oh, was it? Angela. Yeah, Angela. <laughs> Um, but it was all about um, the Bible in one thread, like it kind of putting it all together. And I learned so much about God's word through that study. And then the, another one we did this fall was called Looking for Lovely. And it was um, just finding God's beauty in the mundane or even in hard circumstances, just in life when life gets messy, seeing the lovely in that. Um, and shameless plug for our women's Bible studies, if you open up your focus. <laughs> We are beginning a new study, January 17th, Wednesday mornings and Wednesday evenings. We would love to have you join us, ladies. 9.15 to 11.15, we're doing The Quest by Beth Moore. It's a new study, um, not as intense as her normal ones. And but men were uninvited Men, you're not invited, just, just ladies. Other Bible studies. Were but um, it's a wonderful time of just getting connected and meeting friends centered in Christ together. Um, and then the evening one is doing... Um, the Armor of God by Priscilla Shire. So we would love to have you. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, so books for yeah. me. I read a book early this year called A Man A Man Called Uve. Anybody read A Man Called Uve? What a great book. If you haven't read it, pick it up. It's, it's a great book. And then I, I was in Berlin this last year, and before I went, I read um, Night by um, Elie Wiesel, and mm -hmm. uh, just a powerful telling of his story of uh, being in a concentration camp with his father and just a, a heart-wrenching story. Those are two of the books I read. Okay, so movies. Now, you're going to see a huge difference here when it comes to movies. Um, what's La La Land? Did ever, any, who saw La La Land? Did you love it? La La Land? Yes. Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> Hacksaw Ridge. Um, and then TV shows. Uh, did you have any? That uh, I, the Crown. Did, have you all watched The Crown yeah. on Netflix? Like, this is going to be interesting. Like, people are going to connect with certain things. And I love This Is Us so much that I created, I, I created a sermon series out of it. I mean, it was shameless, right, what I, what I did with that. So this, this little uh, piece in your, in your journal, I think it's super helpful just to look back over the last year and maybe make some notes about um, things that you, you learned, difficult moments, some of your greatest joys, ways that you grew in your faith, um, friendships that you formed. And one of the things I want to do real quick is I want to mention, as we look back, some of the things we talked about and maybe some of the things we learned as a church uh, over the last year. So these are the first four sermon series uh, that we did in 2017. <laughs> Sacred Rhythms, The Art of Neighboring, Luke Through Lent, and Extremely Emotional. And uh, each of these very different series, uh, the one that kind of jumps out at me, uh, we, we have different ones here mm -hmm. too. The first one, Sacred Rhythms, I love the idea of creating rhythms in our lives that open the conduit to God's grace. And that was the premise behind that series, if you remember that. So we're, we're creating these rhythms. Um, and, and so like the journal, for example, the, the journal, the, the purpose isn't just to do the journal. Doing the journal opens us to experience God's grace in our life. It's a sacred rhythm that we're trying to pick up, something we're trying to add to our life. So what, what for you? One that really sticks out to me was the art of neighboring. And it might have been because we had just moved into our neighborhood. Um, we made cookies and walked around our neighborhood. I have one of my really good friends um, was kind of lonely in her neighborhood, ended up bringing cookies to a neighbor 
started this friendship, and they spent Thanksgiving together. So it was really cool just to see how this changed us and um, kind of made us step out of our comfort zone to love others, to literally love our neighbors, and um, I love that. Someone told me, I can't remember who, but someone told me that they found out their neighbor was from the same town they were in, and they've lived next to him for, oh yeah, years. They've lived next to him and never knew they were both from Buffalo, I think it was, somewhere like that. Um, Anybody else remember, do you remember the art of neighboring? Anybody? Mm -hmm. Did it cause you to step out? So you can go back and watch these online if if you'd like, but it's such a good practice um, to be a good neighbor. Uh, to love the people that God has put right next door to us. So that's, that's why we ran through that, um, that series. So here are the last four series we did in the year. Uh, this is us, bless this mess, change of heart, and at the movies. And like I said, this is us, I love the, mo- uh, the TV show. And um, so what we did is we took the, the idea of all these different pieces and storylines coming together uh, so that we might see ourselves in the story, which is what the TV show is kind of all about. Well, that's the Bible. The Bible has all these storylines in it, and the bottom line is God wants us to see ourselves in his grand story. He wants us to read the Bible and say, this is me. Like, Jesus came for me. It's not for someone else, just for someone else. It is for someone else, but it's for for me. Um, So this is us. I I enjoyed that series. I loved um, At the Movies, and in particular, the first week, I I keep calling it Christmas At the Movies, because we've selected Christmas movies this year, and the first one was Polar Express, and Matt and I don't talk, like, he doesn't, like, run his sermons by me, so I never know, like, what he's going to say on a Sunday morning. Sometimes I'm like, what is he going to say? Well, sometimes, sometimes Um, I stand on the kitchen table and preach Sometimes he does that. Preach (laughs) But, um, when he was talking, when he was preaching on Polar Express and the metaphor of um, God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit with the conductor and the homeless man and Santa, I just, I, I don't think I'll ever watch that movie the same way. I just, I loved how we took our, you know, what's popular in culture and really made it um, Christ-focused. And that was, that movie that week was, really made an impact on yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I think probably the most important thing we can do when we look back is not just to think about the TV shows and the movies. Some of you are like, really? Like looking back? But I think those give us insights into what's important to us. I think more important than that is saying, how am I different today than I was a year ago? And I wonder how you would answer that. How are you different today than you were a year ago? And here's what I believe with everything that I am, that a lot of times we think about the, the upcoming year and we think, okay, you know, what can I change in my life? How can I be different? We think about resolutions and all of these things. Here's what I know that God has for you in 2018. He wants you to be formed in the image of Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line. He wants you to become more like Christ. He wants you to be more like Christ on December 31st, 2018 than you are today. And so as you look back over the last year, how are you more like Christ? How are you more loving and graceful? Um, How do you have more truth in your life than you did a year ago? Uh, Paul, who was one of the very first Christians, wrote so much of the New Testament. Um, Paul, in the the book of Philippians, is kind of writing about his life and the accomplishments of his life. And then he kind of makes this turn, and he says this. He says, "I, I focus on this one thing now. I forget the past, and I look forward to what lies ahead. Uh, as, we, as we approach the end of the year, I think it's good to look back but not get stuck in this past year. And here's, here's the truth, and, and many of us do this. Some of you in this room had the best year you can remember this last year. And so 
it's possible that out of your best year that you've ever had, you could get stuck in what God has done in your past and not see that what he wants to do in your future. And then there's others in this room today, and I know a few of you, and you've told me this, 2017 was one of the worst years you've ever experienced in your life, and you just can't wait to get out of it. And some of you, if, like if you were more free today, you would say amen right now. Like, I cannot wait to get out of 2007. Listen, God does not want you to be stuck in your past. God has something better for you in the future. He wants you to be formed in the image of his son, Jesus Christ. And so we're going to kind of take a turn here. We're looking back, and, and we're going to take a turn, and we're going to look forward. And we're going to begin by singing some worship songs that help us focus on Christ. There is power behind words. Did you know that? Extreme power. I, I think if we all looked back over the course of our lives and we think about words of encouragement spoken to us or words that did great damage to us, those words, like, they hold on to us over time. There, there's, there, there's just power in, in a word. Uh, the right word at the right time, the wrong word at the wrong time, words can destroy people. When you think about Scripture, uh, Scripture talks about words in a number of different ways. God spoke, and it happened. There was power in God's Word, right? Uh, there are a number of stories throughout Scripture uh, where God changes someone's name, and there is power just in a, in a change of a name, from Abram to Abraham. There, there are all these little stories in these moments where words held this great power. There's a story in the New Testament where Jesus, uh, someone comes to Jesus, and and their son is, is sick, and they want him to heal him, and, and uh, they say, hey, if you just say the word, it will happen. Like, you don't even have to be there. Just say the word, and Jesus says to him, go, and it happens. Like, he, his son is healed. There's just power in words. We've been talking about words for a few years, and this concept of one word every year, uh, and sometimes it becomes more than one word every year, but, but like one word um, and the power behind that. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a verse. Um, th what is the verse that it, in about how God will change you from the oh, inside yeah. out? Romans, I wanted to read that. Yeah, Romans chapter 12 <laughs> says this. Um, Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you, you fit in without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, when, when we were talking about um, today and Matt read that scripture to me and I thought, that's so true. You know, a couple years ago, we each started choosing our own one word for the year. And I would always do ha hashtag one word. And, um, and so I, I start in 2016 was a year of tremendous growth and change in, our, in my life and the life of our family. And um, so at the beginning of the year, I knew that um, God had some work to do in me, and um, that there were some major things going to be happening in the life of our family. And so my one word that I chose in January was trust. And I thought, I'm just going to trust Jesus because I don't, I don't know what's coming. And so as we choose our words, I started thinking, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose a verse to help me focus in on that. And so my verse is Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not see it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. And so that helped me focus that whatever our family walks through this year, I'm going to trust Jesus. So then we got to February. <laughs> and I, I really felt like, well, I need another word. And the word I really want <laughs> is peace. 
<laughs> they kind of go together. <laughs> and so I, um, I, st- I started praying peace over our parenting, in the life of our family, in our home, in what God has for us to be at peace with um, where he's leading. And so the verse I chose for that was, you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. And little did I know that we would be leaving Oklahoma and be led back to, to Arizona. And I can't tell you the joy that we left with that. We went out with joy and he led us in peace. And as we moved here and settled in, I, I kind of started thinking back through the year and my, my words and I go back to them throughout the year. And I just, my socks were knocked off. I couldn't, like, that was so true in, our, in the life of our family. And I just couldn't believe God's goodness in that. And then... You wanted another word. I wanted another word, guys. <laughs> I'm not done. Um, and so contentment became a word that um, I felt like God was doing some things in me. I felt like I was always, you know, like looking ahead or behind and where are we next? What's, what's happening here? And I just felt like God was like, chill out, Robin. Like, I, you know, I've got this and just rest in the now. And so my verse was... Um, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. And that meant relax, cease striving, just trust, trust me, have a peace that I've got this and um, be content where you are, wherever you are. And then, okay, one more word. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Every month I chose a new word, um, but I only, only four. And then courage, because um, at probably midsummer is when courage became my word, because we were we were making a move with our family again, back here with you all, which was so wonderful, but I was scared. You know, like, what is this going to do to our boys? Are they going to adjust okay? You know, what is it going to look like again? And I just, I felt like God was like, I'm with you every step. And so I chose the verse, Joshua 1, 9, where it's strength, courage, don't be timid, don't get discouraged. God, your God, is with you every step. And so it was so neat to see as the year progressed, these four words, trust, peace, contentment, courage. It was like the theme of the year. Like it was like everything kind of, it was like a laser focus on those four words that were so important to our journey in 2016. So as we wrapped up 2016, I was like stressed out, like, oh my gosh, what's my word going to be for 2017? Because these words were huge and I felt like I really got to pick the right one, you know? And so I really prayed about it and thought about it. And I just like, my heart was like, I just, I just want to walk in where you lead me, God. I just want to do what you have for me. And um, what word is that? You know, and I just kept praying about it. And the word I came up with this year was abandon. That was my word for 2017. And, um, you know, I, I wrote in my journal, um, I wrote all that I am, all that I own, all that I hope for, all that I fear, all of my dreams, everything is yours. You know, I... I I will abandon my will for what you have for me. And so that meant for me, like, stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, a, a really sweet story in my life was um, I, I felt like, I, I think I'm going to start pursuing a job this year. Everyone was in school. Charlie had just started. Uh, he had spent a year in kindergarten. It was his first grade year. And I thought, I'm ready. I'm ready to do some new things and um, spend my time in a different way. And so I started pursuing a job. And... Um, I had been praying through it, and um, I 
met, when we lived here before, I started a job at a wonderful nonprofit, and I, I had to quit as we were moving back to Oklahoma, and that was really sad for me. And so, lo and behold, the girl who took my position was moving back to Maryland, and my former supervisor called and asked me to have lunch with her. And this was in February, and I um, went to lunch, and she said, you know, um, Jacqueline's moving back to Maryland, and, you know, we would love to have you back on staff, and I just was blown away, and <clears throat> side story, one of my friends from Oklahoma had called me at the beginning of January and asked me what my word of the year was, and I, I said, well, I think it's abandoned, but I'm really scared of that word, because I don't know what God's going to put before me, but whatever he does, I'm walking in it, so at that lunch, I inside made a commitment to myself, I, I'm going to take this job, I really feel like God is putting this in front of me, and I'm, I'm going to trust and walk in that. And I got home from that lunch, and in the mail was a piece of wood that my friend who had asked me what my word was, she's a woodworker, she made a piece of wood, and the word abandon was scribbled on it in, in a really pretty text, just for me to have this year. And I just was like, okay, Lord, you've given me this word, and I'm going to focus and walk in what you, give, what you have for me this year. Another thing is right now, <laughs> I, this is not my lane, you know, and when Matt asked me to speak with him, it, it makes me nervous, and, um, but God's put it before me, and I'm going to walk in that, because that's my word, and that's my verse, my verses, but I have no regrets. I couldn't be more sure of my ground. The one I've trusted in can take care of what he's trusted me to do right to the end, and that's found Second 2 Timothy 1.12, and so I just, I continued many other stories throughout the year that God has been so faithful um, where I have had to live out ab abandon and trust that God has something for me and I'm going to walk in it and know that he's going to catch me when I feel like I'm free falling. This girl can preach, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the concept behind the one word was that oftentimes when we, when we make resolutions, we're trying to change like things about us. Like I want to do this or I want to do that. And oftentimes we fail to think about who we want to become. Mm -hmm. So it's not just what we want to do, but rather who we're becoming. Right. And that's where these words yeah, come I from. Yeah, I thought, who do I want to be? You know, who, what can God do in me? And, who, you know, who does he want me to become? Yeah. And, and I believe this is true, that, that the enemy is always after our minds. He wants to distract us. Anybody feel distracted from time to time in, in this world? Yes, right? The enemy wants to distract us. And the one word concept, the thought behind it is, would one word help me to focus and filter what's most important that God has for me in this coming year? And that's where that last verse came from, that don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you just fit in without even thinking. Like, don't just go with the flow of culture, but instead fix your mind. Like, fix your mind on God and what he has for you and you'll be changed from the inside out. Like God wants to begin changing you, but it's not just about all the things that you do out here. Now, I'm not, I'm not super down on resolutions. I, if you have resolutions, it's awesome. Go after it. But I want to challenge you to think about one word this year mm -hmm. that God might have for you. And side note, men, this is probably harder for us than it is uh, for the women. Uh, I want to challenge you to do it too. It's, it's extreme, it can be extremely powerful a couple years ago, my word was, um, uh, was abide, and the verse behind that is when Christ said, if you abide in me and I in you, you know, that life will flow, you know, I'll be, I'll be with you. And for me, I had been so scattered in my life, I needed that reminder. So ab abide became the word that I repeated again and again. So here's, 
Here's the challenge to choose a word or like overachievers who choose four words. Choose you can choose words. four, four <laughs> words, whatever you want to do. Um, here's, here's a way that maybe you can do this. Make a list of words, um, words that describe who you want to become. So start there. Like who is it that you want to be? And if you can't get like a lot of great words around that concept, then think about someone that you admire, someone that you look up to. Uh, maybe it's a parent, a grandparent, maybe it's a friend. Um, what is it that you admire about them? Is there a word that kind of sticks out? Um, Paul once said, uh, like I said, one of the very first Christians, Paul once said, follow me as I follow Christ. That's this concept is that we, we look up to other people as they are shaped like Christ. And then think about characteristics displayed by followers of Jesus. And if you don't have any words after all of that, look up the fruit of the Spirit. That's a great place to start. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Those are great words to have. So make a list of words over the next day, and then spend a little bit of time praying and see if anything bubbles up from within. See if there's anything that begins to rise up um, that you can fix your attention on. And now, you have a word for this year already. Oh, no. I, well, I'm still thinking about it. No, no. You're going to, you're, today, you're naming <laughs> it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I, I would, the, you didn't say this, but I do it myself. I pick a verse to go with it just yeah. to help me really focus in on why I chose that in what I want to accomplish through that. And so I, if you, you don't have to, but I, I love to have that one verse um, that sticks with me through the year. Yeah. Now, if you, if you need some help, here's a little bit of help. Here's some words <laughs> that we just started to put together. And um, these words, I know some of you like to take out your cameras, like now's a good time to take out your camera and take <laughs> a picture if you want to remember this, um, some of these words. Like maybe... Maybe this last year has felt very chaotic for you, and so the word is simplify. Maybe this year your word is simplify, or, or maybe it's trust. Uh, maybe trust is your word. I, I like the little one over on, the, on, the, on, on our right side over there, no. How many of you need to, to learn that word again? No. Like, not going there. That's, that's a good word. Um, I like intentional. I feel like being intentional with our families, with our friendships, within our marriage, you know, those are, that's a great it's a great word to have. Yeah. Pray. Maybe some of you have had a hard time communicating with God for much of your life, and so maybe pray is your word. Um, the other thing I would encourage you to do, so as you think about your one word, is to, to not let the journal pass you by. Um, we spend a lot of time putting these together and praying through these, and these really become good rhythms if you'll, if you'll take the time to do it. And we learned a lot last year when we did our first journal. So in this journal, you have a daily activity. There's a prayer written out for you. There's a scripture verse in there. There's some open space for you to journal and some write, to write some things. So be sure to, to pre-order your journal. They'll be ready next Sunday. You can pick them up. And it'll uh, take us through Lent. It'll take us all the way through Easter. Mm -hmm. So it's really a great, uh, a great practice and, and, a, and a rhythm to get into. Um, one word. Don't become, you know... Don't, don't just fit in. Don't just go with the flow of culture. But instead, fix your mind. Fix your thoughts. Fix, fix your attention on God. And if you do this, you'll be changed from the inside out. And that's what we're all after, to be formed into the image of Christ. That's who we are as followers of Jesus. Um, would you stand with me? And I want to say just a prayer of blessing over you um, as we get ready to launch 2018. I can't even believe 2018. When I say that, it's crazy to think how fast uh, this last year has gone. So, Father God, I just pray a prayer of blessing 
over each person in this room, those who are uh, watching online. Uh, God, I pray that you would give us a word, your word. And over the next year, I pray that as we become fixed, our minds become fixed on you, that you begin to transform us from the inside out, that we would become formed into the image of Jesus Christ, your son. God, may we walk in whatever you have for us in this next year. May we not get caught up in the past. God, thank you for your love and your grace that is always moving us forward. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hey, have a great day tomorrow, and we'll see you next Sunday. No, we'll see you next year. Next